Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910 and 980 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You just go to your app store, just look for the Odyssey app, download it, it's free, and click make WILK your favorites. Just click the Rob O'Donnell Show, and you'll get us wherever you want in the nation. Hear us on the ride, hook it to your car, play, you know, whatever. Your fancy, your, your Google Home, your Google Dot, your uh, Alexa, any way you, you want it to, to play it, you can hear it that way. I listen both at home to both my Google Dots or my Alexas. I have one in different rooms, so uh, weird like that, I guess. It's uh, 310 here in Northeast Pennsylvania. It was nice outside today. 50, 63 degrees with some sun and clouds outside. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature-controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. So how are you doing on this Thursday, October 19th, 2023? A lot of turmoil in the world, a lot of turmoil in the nation, a lot of turmoil in our backyards here. We're going to talk about a lot of it today. Oh, we're going to start off a little bit with uh, what's going on with Luzerne County and their election bureau. Okay, can they get anything right? Uh, we're going to we're going to get into that in a minute. But man, um, I, I I'm at a loss for words, which is hard sometimes for for what's happening and the pointing of the fingers and the blame and or they're just just there. Uh, coincidental misfortune. I, I don't know where to point a finger anymore with Luzerne County. And, uh, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. You know, someone texted into the show yesterday and asked me, why do you care about the Israeli-Palestine war so much? It's not your fight. And I answered back, well, 31 dead Americans with 14 being held hostage that we know of, as well as the terrorist coddling American media and higher education system makes it my fight, makes it your fight. We should be severely concerned with what's going on here in our nation because it does affect us. Just look around. Look at the protests. Look at the arrests that are happening. Look at the tearing down the missing person signs uh, on the, in these cities, Chicago, you know, Milwaukee, New York City. Tearing down signs of missing children and, and, and wives and husbands just to show America what is going on there, what terrorist act has happened there, the reality to it, looking them in the face. You know, I remember back at 9-11 looking at the fences, uh, you know, on the perimeters of the, the faces of the names. And, and when I could, you know, when things, you know, allowed looked at them and learned a little bit about them and spoke to the family members to see what was going on. And again, I understand that was here, but we, we cannot forget 31 Americans were killed by terrorists these past two weeks. Some are being held hostage. Yeah, it is our fight. I'm sorry. Where else in the world do we let 31 Americans get killed by terrorists and, and do nothing? Now here by doing nothing, you know, it's by proxy. We're allowing Israel to do what they need to do to rid the world of terrorists. Unfortunately, it's a war, and there are collateral damage. There are innocent victims in war, and that's tragic. But remember who started this, and remember who funds this. Um, so that's why. And you know, I just wanted to get out there to text message. You know, in hindsight, bothered me when I got home, especially seeing everything that was going on in the Capitol with the arrests for assaulting police officers and 300 arrests in the Cannon Office Building Rotunda. 300 arrests. But, you know, there's a lot else to talk to here at home. We're not going to—I talked a lot about 
what's going on there. We're going to talk more about it because there are some updates that are going on. There were, you know, several dozen rockets fired from Lebanon, from Hezbollah, in the past 24 hours. That that front seems to be heating up. Israeli troops have been told to, you know, be on, be, be at the ready because, you know, the time is coming. And then you have Iran saying that if they invade Gaza, that the Iran will make Israel pay. We'll have to see what happens here. But this is very much our concern. So, so that's why it is our fight. That's why it is uh, we talk about it so much and we bring it to, to, your, to your attention. And again, remember when all this misnomer from the media and everything was happening where they were trying to blame Israel on this hospital? Here, as that was happening live, I said, this is what we're being reported. There's supposedly a hospital struck by a missile or a rocket. There's a mass, they're calling it a mass casualty event with, the, with injuries and deaths in the hundreds. One side saying this, one side saying that. That's the responsible way to, to talk about what happened there. And that was while it was going on. And as the three hours of the show was going on, we said more and more that more evidence is coming out that this appears to be an errant Hamas rocket that hit their own territory. And then it turned out that the, almost the entire thing was distorted. No, the hospital was never struck. The parking lot was struck. There aren't hundreds of deaths. I think the latest toll was maybe 30 or 40. And again, caused by a Hamas rocket that misfired. So the entire, and and up until last night, you still had members of Congress riling up crowds with lies. So, uh, and the incompetence from this administration where the Biden administration, and you know what, when you talk about the Biden administration, we, we say Biden, Joe Biden. Yeah, we obviously know that he does not run his own social media. For for Christ's sake, he probably can't make his own pudding. But took a picture with some Delta operative special forces guys and showed their faces. Now, obviously, it was staffers who took the picture. Obviously, it's staffers that run his social media. But that's uh, that's a huge no-no as far as OPSEC, we call it, O-P-S-E-C, Operational Security. You don't show the faces of our special operators. It's simple as that. Now, again, people are saying, well, look what Joe Biden did. Well, it's his administration, so I'm sorry. Yes, he's at the helm. He's the commander-in-chief. He's responsible. So when you hear people say that, they're not wrong. But we know that, yeah, these things are staffed out. We get that. But it's his administration. It's his responsibility. A little closer to home here. Well, actually, not closer to home here, but in the United States, Sidney Powell, former lawyer of Donald Trump, pled guilty in the Georgia election tampering case to six misdemeanors. Now, looking what she was facing, I I think she's facing now her plea deal is $6,000 in fine. It was six misdemeanors and a year's probation. And she has agreed to testify for the prosecution. Now, what she's going to say, no one knows. So we'll have to go there, but facing hundreds of thousand dollars of legal fees in the situation she was in, and she's a lawyer. She makes she makes her own decisions. Donald Trump did not help her fund her defense. She had to raise money on her own for her defense. She took a plea deal, six thousand dollars in fine, um, a year's probation, and she's going to testify. Now, what that entails down the road, we'll see. That's what I've said from the start. The charges are filed. They have an indictment. Let the court process work. She's pled guilty. So obviously it was for whatever reason she decides. You know, $6,000, 
and a year's probation to have this go away and move on with her life may be worth it to her. Or maybe she has a lot to say as a witness for the prosecution. We will see that, and we'll report it as it comes in there. But that's uh, some breaking news today in, uh, in Georgia. From that case, and a little closer to home here, again, Luzerne County, some mail-in ballot packets were sent without security envelopes. Now, we talked just two days ago about how there was a mismatch between uh, the ballots that went out and the councilmen. They weren't matched up properly, so there was, what, 100 and something ballots? Uh, or, no, I'm sorry, 1,200 ballots that were not, uh, not right, and they had to send out. They voided them and sent, were sending out new ones, Twelve or 1,400. I forget what the exact number was. But they said it wasn't a lot of them, but there was a mismatch in the computer processing that that put the wrong city council people in with the the wrong uh the wrong uh ballots. So they they negated those ballots, they're sending new ones. They say they're voided when they come in. If the old ones come in, you know, they'll be rejected and the people will be able to place new ballots, but new ballots are being sent out there. But today we find out that there's a whole bunch now they're saying limited amount of ballots that went out without security envelopes. Now, security em- ballots without security envelopes can't be mailed in. So they're saying that you can come and pick up the mail-in ballots, the, the security envelopes. You can go to the there from 9 to 4 and pick them up, 9 to 4.30, Monday through Friday, and pick them up. Most people are working during those times, right? So, uh, you know, and the Election Bureau suite is located at 207 of the county-owned Penn Plaza building in Wilkes-Barre. Street address is 20 North Pennsylvania Avenue. And again, from 9 to 4.30, if you got a ballot that didn't have a security envelope, you can go there Monday through Friday. Then they said if you can't get there for some reason, let them know and they'll bring one to you. I'd like some follow-up on that from anyone who's requesting a ballot. But I'm sure there are many people that can't get there. And what happens if they work during those times and they're out of the area during those times? Are they going to drop it in their mailbox? Are they going to, we going to have rogue security envelopes out there? Again, this is just another tally. And, and this was supposedly caused, caused by their vendor's sorting system. There was a jam in the system somewhere that prevented some security envelopes from getting inserted into the mailing envelopes. That's what I'm gathering from, from the whole thing. Uh, the, the error was discovered by a voter. They received their ballot without a security envelope and notified the county. The county started looking into it and says, whoa, we have an issue here. And, uh, you know, they're told by the printer that it wasn't many ballots as per the county manager. Crocomo. Wilkes-Barre resident called the Citizen Voice on Wednesday and said he and several neighbors received ballot packets without a security envelope. After the error was discovered, the county printing vendor reviewed footage from the printing process and determined a paper jam caused some ballot packets to be sent without a secrecy envelope, per the county manager again. Now, they're saying, per the printer, this wasn't many ballots. Well, how many then? Do we know? Do we have an idea? I mean, this is time after time after time with the Luzerne County Election Bureau. Screw-ups. Now, again, I understand this was a sorting system from a contractor but when these things pile up, how do you expect not to, be, not to be criticized? How do you expect as an agency? How do you expect as a county not to be looked at and say, come on, again? And, and I understand that it was a, mis, it was a software miscommunication mis, uh, issue with the 
issue we talked about earlier this week. Now it's a, a jam in the paper preventing security envelopes from being inserted into the mailing envelopes. But when you have time after time after time after time of issues with this agency, at what point do we say enough's enough? At what point do does something more need to be done? I mean, they changed the little personnel. They had their sacrificial lamb, uh, and things are business as usual, but the screw-ups are as usual, too. So nothing's been fixed. Nothing's changed. What are we going to do, Luzerne County? I mean, I don't live there, but if you're in Luzerne County, are you getting fed up with your election bureau with these constant issues? And again, I'm not pointing a finger at any one person here. It's a paper jam. Um, what kind of contractor are they using? Did the bid in the contract say that somebody should be monitoring these automatic insertion systems that, that stuff envelopes so they could have caught a paper jam immediately? How long did this paper jam take place? I mean, these are questions that an agency that wants to fix problems asks. And you have to go back to the, the bid to say, okay, we're going to pay this company X amount of dollars to do this kind of work. Well, did that include a monitor that's supposed to oversee this to make sure their automated system works properly? If it didn't, then maybe the next time this goes out to bid, there should be that. But if you're in Luzerne County, I want to hear from you. Is enough enough for you with this agency that has been plagued every election with issues? And again, I'm sure good people work there. I'm sure this, again, I'm not pointing a finger at any individual here. But each one of these should be a learning experience. Each one of these, but that if it happens time and time again, and the voters are disenfranchised, the voters are inconvenienced, then questions need to be asked because that's exactly what's going on here. I mean, voters shouldn't have to go down to the Wilkesbury office at Suite 207 at 20 North Pennsylvania Avenue to pick up a security envelope. They shouldn't have to take that time out of their day because of a sorting error from a contractor. But they're going to have to now. And when they say that the printer told them that not many ballots were affected, well, how many? Approximately. That, that information should be out there, too. So the taxpayers of Luzerne County can see why. That being said, it's 323 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 327. Um, sorry I said the, the Google dot and the other word, the A word, that helps you with the, your little speaker because people are texting me that theirs were going off when I said it. Uh, I knew that would be an issue. It happens to me all the time. I apologize for that, but I'm glad you got a good laugh out of it. Uh, yeah, we will talk about the bomb scares that are coming in Luzerne County. We'll talk about what's going on with that in just a minute. Uh, let's go to the phones. We have uh, Joe from Plains on Mayor Brown. Yeah, how you doing? Can I change the subject for a second? Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you were talking about the election in Wilkes-Barre, and, and I just wanted to uh, to bring up some, some information that uh, you won't get it from Andy Mahalchik, but the uh, 2022 paper shortage is not finished. It's not over with. Um, <clears throat> there were two court cases uh, stemming from a Freedom of Information Act uh, to see the video footage of um, the uh, transportation, the storage of the machines. Um, both cases were lost by Luzerne County. Um, and yet, Crocomo hired 
some Philadelphia attorneys to appeal it again. Um, now, if Sam Sangladucci came out and said that the uh, uh, that there was nothing to see, that, the, that everything was okay, there was no crimes, then why are they hiding the video footage from uh, the transportation and storage of the the election machines from the public. And right? this, this, this is an not, ongoing lawsuit, you're saying? Yes, it's an ongoing lawsuit. And now they hired Philadelphia lawyers uh, with our tax money uh, to stop us from seeing what we have every right to see. And I'm sure if it's brought up at a county meeting, they say it's ongoing uh, litigation and they can't speak to it. Well, it just came out when uh, there's going to be another meeting coming this week and it will be brought up by quite a few people so uh, get ready for it all right um the thing i wanted to say about uh, mayor brown is he's got a campaign commercial going on uh, about all the things he's done uh, in wilkes and i just wanted to make sure everybody realizes that he spent a lot of taxpayer money that people did not have he 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 spent money that our grandchildren and their grandchildren are going to have to pay back, right? And he did some good things with it. But just so everybody knows, it didn't come from fiscal responsibility. It came from handouts from the federal government. And I want everybody to know that George Brown just took the money and did some nice things with it. All right. Did he, uh, did he, did he raise taxes in the city of Wilkes-Barre? Um, I'm not I'm – not, uh, aware of whether he did or not. All right, so he took he took money that was uh, allocated by the federal government to the city of Wilkes-Barre and spent it on what you're saying, some good things. Yeah, uh, yeah, they were nice things for for the city, which, you know, I'm not complaining about. But I, am, I, I did want to point out that it wasn't from fiscal responsibility because that money's gone, right? And if you're going to keep doing those things, those nice things, it's going to come out of taxpayers' pockets. So just be aware that, you know, well, it wasn't the, because he was a, a great manager of money. Well, the, I I disagree there. Um, you know, it's well, it's it's a it's a mayor's job to take that money and do good things with it. Now, there's been a lot of places that have wasted that federal allocations on things that really don't help the people of the city. And again, I don't live in Wilkesbury, so I don't have a a stake in the game. But I I've heard some of the things that are done there. That skate park that that is there is getting some great reviews. It's getting some great use. Those the concerts down there that he's bringing there. And yes. In the future, these things need to be maintained, which is going to cost money. And, you know, that, that's that's what it says. But he, from what I understand and from you speaking to you, you know, he hasn't raised taxes or for what I'm seeing, he hasn't raised taxes. He used money that was allocated by the federal government to do good things for the city. Yeah, I'm not I'm not um, disputing that. I'm just saying that he did not do it by fiscal responsibility. Right. He got a bunch of money and and. Uh, and he spent it on some nice things. But, you know, the, the thing, the point is, the money shouldn't have been spent. Well, it has to be spent, Joe. It's, it's federally well, allocated yeah. for the city use. He had to spend it on something. And I would rather it see to go to concerts for the city. I would rather see it go to, you know, building skate parks and parks and the, and the things. What and about, I'm not too familiar, familiar with his park. Rather than about, studies on, you know. overtime for cops on Pride Parade and. And uh, overtime for cops on the money can't uh, be allocated Spanish for those things. Heritage parade. Huh? Yeah, the, the the money can't be allocated for those things. Some of the money was used for that. Some of the money was based on his fiscal, you know, management of that city. Uh, do you do you do you, do you like live in the city of Wilkesbury, Joe? 
It's, it's like, I live uh, adjacent to it, but it's like, it's like the Iran $6 million. If you get $15 million from the federal government, you could take $15 million that you had and waste it. Well, and by your own words, you say he didn't waste it. He did good things for the community. But if these things are going to continue, he's going to raise the taxes on people. You know, that's kind of exactly. projection on what he might do, not what he has done. Well, now people, now people are going to expect these things. Well, we'll see as we move forward, Joe, but I appreciate your input. Thanks for calling in. Okay. It's uh, 3.33 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show after the news with Paul Michaels. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is 3.40 here in the station, 63 degrees with some sun and clouds outside. Let's go to the phones. We have uh, Barbara from Old Forge wants to speak about Natalie Holloway. We spoke about that yesterday. What do you got, Barbara? Uh, yes, Mr. McDonald, I have to call you. I am a senior citizen, okay, a real old senior citizen. Listening to you is the only show that we get the correct information of what's going on in the world. Oh, I try. I appreciate that, Barbara. And it's O'Donnell. So I, it's O'Donnell, not all, McDonald. about this Holloway case, okay? <laughs> Go ahead. I, okay. The guy got 20 years, okay? Yep. What made me feel so good about you, and I'll tell you this right to your, well, not to your face, but to your station. You had said if that guy was free, you would have killed him if that was your daughter. I said I would rather, I didn't say what I would do. I said I'd rather him be free so I could deal with him. Right. I mean, that really has to be a very, very great father. Well, it depends the way you look at it. But it's probably it is, it's definitely the wrong way to look at things, but uh, I but just. But the thing of it is, you know, we watch TV us older people or listen to some of the things that watch what's on. We don't get the accuracy like you give it. You're a very intelligent person. No, oh, I appreciate that, Barbara. But I just had to tell you what I felt. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for calling in and letting me know, and I am I appreciate you listening. Bye bye. Thank you, Barbara. Well, I appreciate that. It's uh, 3.41, almost 3.42 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show, and we are going to talk about the bomb threats that have been happening, uh, plaguing our area for the past couple of weeks when we get back. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is 3.46 here at the station, 63 degrees and mostly cloudy. I don't know who this Rob McDonald did, but it appears my wife's sleeping with two men, and I'm going to kick his ass when I find him, so... Just putting that out there right now. Look at Jake. Jake's quick to the, the trigger there. Oh, I got a text message in from uh, Jenny in Plains Township. Thanks for mentioning the mail-in voting. I didn't get my ballot yet, so I just called their number. The number for listeners is 570-825-1715. She said I didn't reapply. I said I get the mail-in. I, I get that mail to me every year. She said she doesn't know what happened. So she's mailing me an application, then I have to hurry and get it out to them. So I get my ballot in a hurry as for November 7th, the voting day. But the application has to be in by October 31st. Thank you again, Rob. Jenny from Plains Township. Yes, if you want a mail-in vote and you have not applied for it, your deadline is the 31st. So make sure you get that out there quickly to get your mail-in voting. And, and that's why we, uh, we put that information out there. Now, the, the bomb threats that have been happening across northeast Pennsylvania, it's actually happened across the northeast, uh, they did catch that individual from a couple of weeks ago. He was a Peruvian, 
that was looking to sextort young girls. We talked about it in depth here because I said if you had a, a child, male or female, that went to uh, that was uh, attended one of the schools that had the bomb threats, speak to them if they received any weird messages on their social media. Because basically, this guy from Peru who was in his twenties was pretending to be a teenager, was texting. Mostly girls, but I'm sure it doesn't really matter. That's what predators do. They prey on anyone that's vulnerable. And trying to solicit pictures of them. And when they didn't or cut him off or would not reply or blocked him, he would call their school with a bomb threat using their name as part of it. And again, the FBI, the enforcement in Peru, and our local authorities here, both local and state, we're able to track that down. Um, our, our forensic cyber police out there, both in the federal level, state level, and uh, we really don't have much in the local level, but for state level here, I know we, we have an excellent crew doing that, are very good at what they do. They, they can track these information. Um, if it's very advanced, sometimes it's hard, but just this one a couple of weeks ago, you know, the, the person in Peru was arrested for the threats made here, New Jersey. There were some in New York as well. Uh, I believe there was one in Alaska from the same guy. And again, he's preying on victims. He doesn't preying on a location. Now, a lot of people say, well, we know these are fake. Just ignore them. You can't do that because, you know, you go back to the old childhood story, cry wolf. You know, you could cry wolf as many as you want to until you ignore it. And then something really happens, especially this day and age. You, you have crazy people out there that take advantage, especially when there's world turmoil like's going on in, uh, in Israel and Palestine. They take advantage of that. When there's uneasiness in the world, especially in regards to terrorism, there, there's crazy people out there. There's people w that are very disturbed that just want to cause havoc. It gives them some sort of power. So they do stupid things like this. A lot of times, and you have, you know, when it's local and you have someone who just wants to get out of a test or someone who wants to do something stupid like that, you know, those things happen, but they can't be ignored. They could be mitigated. You know, we can say it probably is nothing to be too concerned about, but we have to still have a response. We still have to take precautions, but you can't just ignore them because past ones have been, been uh, hoaxes. It's uh, 3.50, time for the Bloomberg. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's just about 3.55 here in the studio, 63 degrees with some sun and clouds outside. Well, I want to proclaim on this day, Thursday, October 19th, 2023, that I wholeheartedly and fully agree with Senator John Fetterman of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. So, just putting that out there. I know it's surprising, but uh, John Fetterman posted on his... Twitter account, now X, it's truly disturbing that members of Congress rushed to blame Israel for the hospital tragedy, tragedy in Gaza. Who would take the word of a group that just massacred innocent Israeli civilians over a key ally? I will always stand with Israel and look forward to supporting any military intelligence or humanitarian aid to get the job done. And, uh, you know, I got to give credit where credit's due, and that's exactly what I said. Got to give credit where credit's due. He's on the right side of history and the right side of just what's right here with his stance. So um, where a lot of people, Senator Casey, 
has yet to say anything to disavow the squad who are still, as of last night, running with that the hospital was bombed by Israel. You had um, Ilian Omar back off a little bit, but not really. I mean, she said she blamed it on the Associated Press. We were relying on the news reports from the Associated Press. And then uh, called out our own government. And then posted, let me put what she wrote. This is Ilian Omar last night. After it was well known and documented, she was briefed by our intelligence. The president of the United States said it. Our office cited an Associated Press report yesterday that the IDF had hit the Baptist Hospital in Gaza. Since then, the IDF denied responsibility, and the U.S. intelligence assessment is that this was not done by Israel. It is a reminder that information is often unreliable and disputed in the fog of war, especially on Twitter where misinformation is rampant. We all have the respons- we all have a responsibility to ensure information we are sharing is from credible sources and to acknowledge as new reports come in. It is critical that we have a fully independent investigation to determine conclusively who is responsible for this war crime. And then she cites a Channel 4 News report. Well, in her first part of that tweet, she says the United States intelligence assessment is that This was not done by Israel. And then at the end of that, she says, we need a fully independent investigation to determine conclusively who was responsible for the war crime. So is she saying, is this United States congressman saying she does not believe the president or the United States intelligence agency? That's pretty much what I'm gathering from that. I mean, she's a nitwit. Come on. But at least she, she put the blame somewhere. At least she admitted that what she posted was not accurate. Where you have Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib last night, saying in front of a crowd that she was inciting that Israel bombed the hospital. Simple. Plain as that. Simple like that. Now, you, you even had a, uh, Ocasio-Cortez, Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez, back off from saying anything. At least she's just silent on the issue. But you have Rashida Tlaib doubling down on it. You have Ilhan Omar really not making a great case for herself, saying, hey, it was the Associated Press's fault. It's not my fault. My post is still up saying these things. I haven't corrected that post. But, you know, in the fog of war, these things happen. And even though I've been told this by the U.S. intelligence agency and the president has said it publicly, yeah, we need an independent investigation to determine conclusively what happened here. This is the spokespeople we need in our Congress going out there. And uh, speaking of that, uh, we have President Joe Biden tonight at 8 o'clock. He's going to have a national address to the people on this. I believe we have some audio of him practicing for that, Jake. So at 8 o'clock tonight, um, President Joe Biden will be addressing the United States public on what, what's going on on next move. And we got to remember, we don't have a functioning Congress right now because we don't have a Speaker of the House. They can't vote on anything. They can't do anything there. But WILK will cover that press conference live today at 8. Poor Jake's got to stay here and listen to that tonight.